Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Greetings, listener dear. I'm Tom. I'm Ben. And I am Matthew. And please, please welcome to another exciting episode of Pappy's Flatshare House, House Meeting. Meeting! Yeah. Where the three of us sit round the table, metaphorically speaking, and chew the fat. Literally. <laughs> We've just got massive tongues, that's all it is. Um, so before we before we crack on with the episode, which oh, is a, tr- yes, a tremendously fun must. one, we've got to do a small bit of admin, and it's admin I think you're going to enjoy, folks, because we've got uh, two wonderful uh, Flatshare slamdowns happening in March, 18th and 19th of uh, of of March at the Phoenix in Cavendish Square, our usual haunt. And I'll tell you now, I know we've done, we did them in January, we did them in February, we did them in March. That's going to be us pretty much up until the Latitude Festival in the summer. So if you want to come and see a, a, a Pappy's Flatshare Slam Down, this is your chance to do it. There'll be there'll be more around sort of Christmas time, so we'll do the Christmas episode. But we're 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 racking up a bunch of of episodes for you to enjoy. So that is that is it, folks. I I strongly suggest you come on down to the Phoenix. Um, yes, we've got you must. we've got phenomenal. Phenomenal guests for both shows. Unbelievable guests. We've got Joe Lyser and Lulu Popplewell uh, on the 18th of March. That's the Monday. And on the Tuesday, we've got Joe Wilkinson, rescheduled from January, and the brilliant Humphrey Carr, who, uh, you know, we have known for a long time and I think may have even appeared on the first ever Christmas episode. And that's the last time time he, he appeared on the podcast. So it's been... Over a decade. That's the wow. great thing about, you know, having done it this long, we get these returning guests. Like we had Alex Brooker on a couple of nights ago. That episode's coming out soon. And uh, yeah, he said, oh, I haven't done this for nine years. Mad. It's Absolutely mad. It was nine years mad. ago when he was on it. I already thought it was about three or four. But yeah, um, but yeah that's, that's, that's time for you, folks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so go to pappyscomedy.com forward slash live and get tickets for the 18th of March the 19th of March. If you want to come to both shows, there is a discounted ticket that gets you into both shows that's also available from pappyscomedy.com forward slash live. So, uh, and if you're a Patreon member as well, patreon.com forward slash pappysflatshare, you can get discounted tickets and it, you even get a discount on the discounted double ticket. So it's what? well worth it's your membership. Can we yeah. close that loophole? <laughs> <laughs> That feels mad to me. <laughs> that does feel mad. We're giving them away, but we'd love to see you there, folks. They've we just we've just finished uh, two, and they were really really fun. And yeah. uh, you know, having a fun audience full of full of pals, that's what makes it so fun. So please do come on down. Eighteenth uh, of March, nineteenth of March at the Phoenix. Pappyscomedy.com forward slash live. Lovely stuff. Otherwise, just enjoy this episode. <laughs> Are you all right, Tom? <laughs> was really that too, was it was it too much admin for I've you? Really was that hit a wall. Yeah, I could oh, tell half, halfway through me giving out the uh, pappyscomedy.com forward slash live again. I could feel you really hitting it. Um, <laughs> anyway, not the lights went out. Yeah. Anyway, enjoy the episode, folks. <laughs> I've had a thought. I've got an issue. I've got a question I want to ask you. I want to talk. I want to chat. Okay, let's sit down and chew the fat. House meeting. 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 
What temperature should we set the heat to? House meeting. Why on earth am I always weeping? House meeting. Who wet my bed while I was sleeping? Let's have a house meeting. What's the point? Does life have a meeting? House meeting. So two nights ago, I made a, a decision that I don't normally make. Yes. I was travelling home from, uh, we were recording Flatch Jess Lambdown, and I decided to not rush to get a train home, right? I was on the journey. I was looking at the journey as I was on it and thinking, if I really pelted it, I could make this train. But I was thinking, no, when I get home, no one's going to be awake. I'm not racing home to see my family. You know, it, it makes sort of no odds, really. It's the difference of about 15 minutes. And uh, I thought, I was like, this is going to be so relaxing. It's going to really like make me feel like I'm enjoying my life. You know, I'm not, you know, it's, it's, it's cold weather. I'm wearing a big coat. I'm not running for it. I'm just going to kind of enjoy the journey. But by the time I got to like, the edge of the platform, I probably still could have made it. And I didn't make, I sort of like deliberately just didn't walk down the, like I walked towards the train. And I thought, no, because what if I, what if I see the train? I don't want to see, even see the train. So I walked back up the concourse off the, off the platform you walked again. back up the concourse? Yeah, I, I walked back away from it and then just stood there kind of going, well, actually now I just feel like I'm an idiot. Yeah. I, I, don't, I was trying as much as I could to sort of go like, every time we get out of that, you know, we get out of those gigs, we have a, we have a, a couple of drinks, we have a chat with our guests, we, we, we stroll out. I always am just about to miss a train, so I always have to peg it, and it it makes for quite a sort of stressy end to the night. Yeah. But it turns out that uh, the alternative just is just worse. <laughs> it's worse. The alternative, hiding round the corner from the train. From exactly. the train. Not wanting to see the train, just so it doesn't annoy me. But just, yeah, just sort of standing around the corner, just in Waterloo Station, just standing by the boots instead. Nothing's, also I was thinking, well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll buy myself some food or I'll buy myself a, a coffee or something. I didn't want any of that. I was like, I don't need any of that. The old quarter to midnight coffee. Oh, it'll be a decaf. It'll be a decaf at, uh, at that time of night. <laughs> Your version of sliding doors is like, I don't know, strange concourse. And it's like before <laughs> the sliding doors moment, you would walk past yourself on the concourse and the one guy would be like, where's he going? Yeah, what's, he where's he going? Like, what's he know? Yeah. Well, and, train? and then the other guy would be going, would, well, I mean, I wouldn't even notice the guy walking the other way because I would be running full pelt, clutching my rucksack, you know, in it, sweating through my coat. Yeah. She, do, she doesn't see herself in sliding doors, right? No, actually. no, it's two yeah, different, no, it's two different scenarios, it. actually. Yeah, 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 yeah you're, you're right. right. You're right. I think, actually, that would have been a bigger sliding doors moment. Don't you think? <laughs> I think, I think seeing, seeing myself... On the other side of a door. <laughs> on the other, on the other side of a door. Not being able to shake hands so close. <laughs> oh, of a train that's <laughs> leaving. <laughs> I would think is is a bigger thing than finding out that uh, you know uh, my partner's been cheating on me. I think that would, I think that would actually be more psychologically damaging. <laughs> is sliding doors like the biggest film that people yes, of all time? Yes, it is. <laughs> is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's is sliding it the biggest doors, film you can think of that people? Th- References like a phenomenon, but haven't actually seen it. Oh, that's a good call. Like, yeah. it's kind of place in... Oh, that bucket list, bucket list. <laughs> no one's seen the bucket list. No, I was going to say Human Centipede. 
Oh, that's a good one as well. Well, the human centipede is on your bucket list, isn't it? I think we might have hit the top three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a real sliding doors moment when I opted to join the human centipede. Sophie's choice? Yeah. Oh, come four. on. Come on, Clarky. Let's not mention that. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't a Sophie's choice whether to join the human centipede or not. No, no. It's very easy. I was all in. I was just gutted that I was caught in the sliding doors timeline that didn't. And also, dude, where's my car? <laughs> no, no. I think we've hit the big four there. They were yeah. that was that fell out. Bucket list. I don't know. Like, I, but I know obviously this is true of sliding doors. It was a real sliding doors moment. Was before sliding doors the film, right? Was it? Or was it? I don't know if it was. But bucket list was definitely a bucket, bucket like, list. Definitely bucket a thing, list yeah. was. You can't. You know. Bucket List was very late to the Bucket List party. Had I had I seen had I heard of Bucket List before the movie Bucket List came Surely out? Surely you had. I don't Wait, know. How, how old is Bucket List? I feel like I Bucket I, List is Bucket List, we're talking we're talking fifteen years old, definitely. Oh yeah. Definitely, definitely knew list. about Bucket List before, before two thousand and seven you knew about Bucket List before two thousand and seven. You'd yeah, written maybe. one. We'd done half of it. <laughs> one of the things on my bucket list was to not see Bucket List. <laughs> But it was a real sliding doors moment. Was that knocking around before sliding doors? I bet it wasn't, I, was it? I don't think so, because I don't think it no. makes... Like, uh, the bucket list makes sense. Is there's, there's a logic to it. But the sliding doors only make sense in the sense of being on the tube and missing the doors. I don't yeah. think sliding doors moment... I don't think that was a... The idea that that could change your life forever. I don't think that was in the the sort of popular... Uh, lexicon and was the main thing the main difference that one went to the hairdressers and one didn't because there's kind of like <laughs> two was very it, different yeah. looks <laughs> well i think that was just for, to make it easy on us the idiots who were watching it to know or, which, or not watching it <laughs> yeah or not watching it yeah have either of you seen it yeah i've seen it it's, it's great well is it great <laughs> i tell you what I tell you what, I, I, great, I don't think it's great. You know what? I've, I've changed my mind. I've watched it. It's not great. <laughs> that was a real sliding doors moment there. Because <laughs> she, she, she gets together with John Hannah, doesn't she? And I remember thinking this at the time. The way that they show John Hannah is a lot of fun to hang out with is that in a, in a restaurant, maybe it's a dinner party, but it's definitely a, a table with a lot of people around it. He is quoting the Spanish Inquisition sketch, the Monty Python thing. And everyone's roaring with laughter and he's, doing he's like doing a one-man spanish inquisition and you go is that fun or is that me at the age of 13 no the, the, that's what the worst people yeah. do <laughs> that's what the worst adults do yeah, yeah. although it, you know back in 2007 there wasn't youtube was there so if you wanted to tell someone about the spanish inquisition sketch you would have to act it that's how it was back then we were our own youtubes now when i go to a party it's wall-to-wall borat impressions Sorry, I'm doing wall-to-wall bar impressions. <laughs> By the way, I th- nothing worse than if somebody says, have you seen this funny thing or this funny episode of Only Sunny in Philadelphia? And, you and say, then shows it. No, yeah. no, worse if they tell you about it. Yeah. Oh, the, just, the great thing now the is... Entire episode. Just, just fi- yeah, find it on whatever, WhatsApp it to me, and I'll either watch it or not watch it. That's fine. Put the ball in my court. But the, the, the amount of time that people would say, oh, you've got to see it. This thing happens, and you go, this is, I, you know, I know you, you understand the context of it, and you understand how good it is, but I can't get on, I can't get on board. Even someone saying, watch this, you'll like it, and sending it to me, immediately knocks a couple of enjoyment points off it. That's a very you thing, I think. <laughs> a recommendation send, yeah, immediately 
muddies the water. Yeah. There's just too much going on. Yeah. And I know that because I've recommended you things and I think, oh, Parry would love this. And I've sent them to you. And I've, I've said, oh, do you watch it? And you're like, no. And then I've stopped asking. And I think, he's never watched it. Even though I, there's a couple of things. I'm not, I'm not even going to reference yeah. what they are. But there's Sliding a couple doors. of things that I know. <laughs> you <he's laughs> Sliding doors. <laughs> Sliding doors. The, time. the bucket list. So if he's joined the Human Centipede, <laughs> top four films of all time. Uh, your WhatsApp is absolutely clogged with that stuff. Uh, but I, 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 I know that that's, that for you is, you know, because you're your own man in the in the sort of the the landscape of cultural discovery you don't like someone to put a you know to thrust something into your hand and say this is what you should watch you like to find it yourself i think that's what what it does is when i'm watching it instead of enjoying it i'm thinking which bit made them think i'd like this or what what is it about (laughs) me that makes them think that this is something that i sure and then and then by that point it's finished but that's what I, that's what I do like about it is that I and like I'm giving it three stars. You know, <laughs> yeah. Check the Guardian to see if it, if you agree or disagree with the review. Either way, be furious. Um, the, uh, the, the, uh, three stars. Pick a side. <laughs> um, yeah, I, but I like that when somebody gets you like a a present. You know, they, you know, it doesn't happen quite so much as it used to just because people don't give presents as much. People don't give sort of physical things as much. But like when someone would, would give me a book or something and I'd read it and go, oh, yeah, I'm thinking like I'm thinking of the person as well as reading the book. Yeah, I feel different about that, actually. Like if you bought me a via a D, back in the day, if you'd have bought me a DVD for my birthday. Oh, yeah. Then I'd have been like, oh, man, brilliant. Crosby's bought me Chinatown. I can't wait to watch that now. Like, the, yeah. I genuinely feel different about that rather than, Parry, you should watch that. You'll like it. Yeah. Well, there was that, there was that period when you walked around with a bandage over your nose for ages and I thought, he's going <laughs> to yeah. love Chinatown. He's going oh, to it. gonna, It's going to really float his boat. Basically, if you paid for my Apple subscription, then, I, then, I'd, then I'd watch, you know, I'd, I'd be like, that's different. I'd watch it. You'd watch Severance. I do really want to watch Severance, by the way. I just haven't got an Apple subscription. Uh, Parry, you should watch it. It does seem a bit much, actually. That's knocked 18 months off it, at the very least. <laughs> sure, it's for me. House meeting. For what belief would you take a beating? House meeting. That's the biggest uh, rip-off that they've done to us over the last, like, 20 years or so, is that the gift of a, the gift of a DVD... They've taken, that's been ripped from us. And that was the best gift ever. Can I tell you what else they've done? They have left an entire generation unable to buy gifts. Yeah. yeah. Right? You, you you, sort of go, oh, well, what am I supposed to get for, for gifts? Because for years, we were coasting on the book, the CD, the DVD, or the voucher that would buy you the book, the CD, the DVD. Basically, if you couldn't get it from HMV then it wasn't worth getting. Yeah. That was how yeah. that was how presents used to be. And it was fun. I loved it. It was great. It was fun going into town to buy the present, thinking, what shall I get them? It was great yeah. fun. I'll get them this. I haven't even seen this. We can watch it together. Exactly. I've heard this is good or whatever. Like, or, or HMV would do a special little box. It's like a special little box. I mean, like this this <laughs> this is mad to think about now. It's yeah. two it's two VHSs. One VHS is the film The Usual Suspects. The other VHS is Blooming Christopher McQuarrie 
talking about it over the film in yeah. a separate yeah. VHS. The HMV have put that in a special little box. It costs eight quid. That is a perfect present yeah. for, you know, for, for your pals. Or here's the usual suspects. And here's two of Kevin Spacey's earlier films that didn't here's do swimming so with well. Sharks. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to buy it. Always swimming with sharks. Oh, it's you've the Kevin Spacey it. box set. I've got you the Kevin Spacey box set. Which is three. bad now. Nowadays, if someone to say, what what's it about Kevin Spacey that's reminded you of me? Uh, that's bad. But back, you know, obviously, obviously this is, is back in the back in the day. Um, but yeah, there was... You know, or you could, you know, if you were if you were really classy, or you wanted to show you were really classy, you go into Waterstones, you get a book. Now, admittedly, that's still there. That's an option. But the yeah. book you're buying is the screenplay of Clerks. <laughs> that's what you're buying. You're buying the screenplay, one of those books that with the black cover, the, you know, with the little sort of clapper clack yeah. board on it. You buy the or screenplay the of Clerks. Is the screenplay of Chasing Amy. Okay. It's also in there as well. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, don't mind. And also Swim with Sharks. I don't know why. You've got to throw that out there as well. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I got you, I've got you a book, you know, oh. or, you know or, or occasionally it'll be like a musical biography. And that's, I think I still do that a little bit with uh, with with friends as we'll get each other musical biographies. It's so hard to buy fiction that you haven't read because <laughs> like oh yeah you're 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 like you're really taking a punt there even if you've heard it's good do you know what i genuinely f- thought for a second bloody hell how well read is tom that he can't find a fiction book that he hasn't read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i was like bloody hell this is impressive he's walking into water so they're telling i'm sorry mr parry we literally we like, we can't get the you've writing books fast out. enough you, he's back <laughs> you've cleaned us out he reads them like johnny five he just skims <laughs> through them <laughs> What was that film where um what was that that film where uh, John Travolta could read books fast and then listen to learn like languages? Michael or something. No, he did two at the same time. Phenomenon. Phenomenon. Phenomena. That was it. Phenomenon. They were all in the box set. Phenomenon. That's, Michael. That's a box set. And face off. Buy the box set. <laughs> get all three. And then another another three VHSs of him talking about those movies. And he also can't tell the difference between Michael. Travolta, the, the, the post-Pulp Fiction, the post-Pulp Fiction Travolta glut. The Renaissance, yeah. The post-Pulp Fiction, pre-Battleship Earth. Uh, that, little, that, that, that hallowed period. What a window for the boy. When he could do no wrong. Yeah. But yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it, it's, it's a lot. I find gift giving to be excruciatingly embarrassing. And I find it, it, it just never used to be. We've been done over there. Yeah. I, CD, I it, for God's I, sake, you're going to love this album. Well, at least I've got you this album. I've got this, you know, I've got you this album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, the, the only thing you can do now is uh, you can give somebody a vinyl. Tim Parry every Christmas. But they're all still in the wrappers. Of course they <laughs> Get are. Get to his house. They're still in the wrappers. Of course they You're are. You're listening to it on your on your laptop, aren't you? Yeah. Or, your, or on your on your headphones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every now and then, Charlie and I put on a, a vinyl record of an evening, and my God, do we feel good about it? Oh my God! <laughs> it's it's you know I'm I'm quite pleased I'm saying it on the podcast actually because you're sitting there going I wish everybody knew about this. I'm reading a <laughs> I'm reading a book. I'm drinking a glass of wine. And I'm listening to a vinyl record. And, and I'm sat with my wife. This is how it was supposed to end up. I've got there. I've managed to somehow, I've managed to somehow fool the world into giving me these gifts. Here I am. Swimming with sharks on the, on the VHS. Kevin Spacey reads 
the swimming sharks snake <laughs> <laughs> um, I do that on a Sunday Sunday morning I try and put vinyl on so it's like Ooh. we're a family who listen to vinyl on a Sunday morning That's and nice. uh, it lasts about Sorry, two minutes and then glory kicks Sunday off. morning what I've not you not got radio X on Oh, sorry, after Radio X. I, 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 I get it on vinyl. <laughs> the, 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 of, the best of Radio X on vinyl. It is just a blank piece of acetate. That's all it is. It's got that lovely crackle, though. No, it's like one of those. What, what are the ones you used to get on cereal boxes that you used to cut out? <gasps> Oh, yes, please. The little sort of floppy, uh, flippy floppy uh, vinyls really you get. Really fucking mad that on the, was. On the front of Frosties. Yeah, oh, my. a fucking record on the front of Frosties that you cut out with some scissors and then give yeah. it a go. Pop it on the turntable. <laughs> Only one side worked, as you found out. Famous guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Flip it over. Think, oh, what? Who is this, throbbing gristle? It's a bit industrial for my liking. <laughs> now my stereo doesn't work anymore. That's how dance music was created. <laughs> that's how that's how dance music is created it's the oldest man thing I was, you've ever I was said in your life to, I was just about to say that's how we're dance sounding music so old and then I came in with an absolute topper that's how dance music was created yeah it was created in 1996 when Clarky <laughs> flipped over a, a, a record he'd got on the front of Frosties did you name one of the songs though I can't even begin to think what the song would have been on the vinyl, yeah. Mm. Were they in some way? Were they, they were they were pop songs, right? They weren't like they weren't like you know. It wasn't like Tony the Tiger himself recording a, like a funny song, was it? It was. They were. I remember them being like you, you could get a bunch of different uh, sort of chart singles. That's how. That's what I remember. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It was like get Chesney Hawks' next single, <laughs> <laughs> the two and only. <laughs> get that. I am great. Anyone? <laughs> um, anyway, anyway, and now gift giving is shit tat because everyone shit-tat. needs to think they need to buy something, and it's so then you're stretching for shit tat. I also think that certainly in my world, gift giving's just kind of stopped for most people because it feels like an uh, like just ah uh, come on, we just we just won't do that anymore. Cause, yeah, my, my gift rubbish, to you yeah. is you not getting gift to me when my birthday rolls around. Yeah, that's it. That's you know, you're free. Yeah, the the idea of exchanging something like we don't we don't do it at Christmas with the with the siblings anymore. But the idea of like exchanging something of a, of a particular value, you think let's just hang on to <laughs> the the forty quid or whatever it was that we that we set as the uh, set as the target. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I I mean, if if we could. If we could eliminate it, I'd be, I'd be very happy. But there's loads of people who wouldn't be, so you can't just, you know, <laughs> yeah, the rest of your family. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's very true. That's very true. My, fa- I'm come from a family of, of of gift givers, and I just happen to be the the one miserly Scrooge who's like, and it's not, it's not about the money. Uh, it's a, it's not even really about the effort. It's just about the um, not wanting it to be reciprocated. Yeah. I don't want this. What I guess has replaced the book and the CD and all that is the the nice bottle of wine. Bottle of wine. Yeah, there you go. There's, there's no harm in that. Nice well. bottle of wine <laughs> to uh, drink while you're looking at your vinyl record and listening to something on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, well, you've put a vinyl on first thing on a Sunday morning. Just crack <laughs> over that bottle of wine. Absolutely right. <laughs> Early Sunday morning, nice glass of wine. Once Radio X is over, listen to some vinyl in your little den. Yeah, it's not a bad life. Perfect. It's not bad at all. House meeting. The socks only useful for putting your feet in. House meeting. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Have you got a burgeoning wine collection? Is that something you see yourself entertaining or are you very much kind of supply and demand wine consumer no i have a selection i've probably in the house at the moment got 20 bottles oh that's wow. that's on its way but i mean collection is a, you know you know collection is a strong term in the, they're in the all wolf lass yeah <laughs> <laughs> well you know like they're not i'm, I'm not I, I i i buy them to drink them you know so and then when i you know when i've when i've plowed through that we yeah we've got like a little sort of th- thing in the in the kitchen that you can stick stick wine bottles in fridge yeah <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah point nice glass uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i've got a few i've got a few pint glasses yeah i've got a few a few pint glasses and uh yeah just you know pop on the vinyl record and uh and, and off i go but yeah why are you what what are you are you are, are you a uh a wine collector no, I, I've I've locked the wine away so that it can't be uh, found by little hands. You've still got that German guy's name with you. <laughs> <laughs> the little German alcoholic. <laughs> um. Yes, I've I've, um, I've I've locked them away, and now I don't. So I guess I have got to got, but it's probably about six old bottles that are just collecting dust. I'd love it if they suddenly turn into be, you know, like oh wow, you didn't touch that for five years. You're rich. I'd love that. Oh yeah, but um, I don't think it. I don't think that's going to prove to be the case. No. Did you buy them from Sainsbury's? I, I mean, they were bought for me, so I'm guessing they're from Sainsbury's. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I'm not like that. I know people. I know people who uh, like know about wine, and I always find it really like it's a really exciting skill to have to sort of be able to taste a, a wine and know literally anything about it more than the color. Yeah, it would be amazing to me. Hey, do you think you know those people who they put out like a beer or like you know you're drinking the you know like the beer of uh you know 
I don't know, Saturday kitchen or some shit. I don't know, but like, do we do we think? <laughs> wait, wait, wait! I'm not sure what I do know what you're talking about. What <laughs> is that? Like, have we got any listeners? Who, could we brew a flat slam wine? Basically. Oh, oh I see. Right, I see. Yeah, yeah. I, so, I mean, I, I already, I think brewing a wine, we're, we're losing from the start. Have any listeners got a bathtub? We know Michael Oduale's got one in his uh, in his mum's back garden. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Does anyone work? F- like, what we're looking for is a professional listener, basically. Yeah, yeah. Does anybody a work listener, yeah. for a vineyard? Or, or even, you know, I, I think we could even do, you know, like I, I could definitely see us like some some cans of lager or something with the with the flat slam branding on it yeah a flat slamdy shandy a flat a flat slamdy you left it out <laughs> it does sound like you're pissed ordering it Do you want this week on slamdy <laughs> <laughs> another slamdy um <laughs> slamdy's not great we should do wine but it's a pint glass that you know it's just like those glasses where you just kind of pull the top off and then you just drink straight out yeah yeah yeah. so we do one but it's a pint glass that you get at a train station pappy's pints pappy pint of wine pappy pints of wine i think gets you where you need to go while you miss that train that you decided to walk away from i have a feeling that is that not like sort of illegal There's got to be something about selling a pint of wine with a foil lid on it that says, gets you where you need to go. I'm sure of it. There's sort of quite strict rules around what you can say and can't say around the marketing and advertising of, of, yeah, of booze. There must be, because otherwise it would be full of shit like that, wouldn't it? Maybe we're just trailblazers, man. Maybe no one else has thought of it. Not to once again sound like the oldest man in the world, but that was the, the glory period of the Alcopop that's why these rules came into place you know please drink responsibly that is that's very much from a post alcopop world when they were literally going look at this kids it's got a funny lemon on the front drink it it was like it was that was it was marketed for the most susceptible young minds in the country that's what it was for yeah me it was a better time wasn't it drink a few alcopops go to hmv blow 20 quid on a couple of box sets what a time to be alive. What a time to be barely alive. The whole point of this drink is that you're not going to drink it responsibly. It was like the Alco Pops bent, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Mind you, I guess the kids today, get they get vapes for that. Oh, they yeah, get the yeah, same yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of juice off vapes. When they're podcasting, they'll be going, those are the good old days, wasn't they? You could vape on a mango fruit or something. I don't know <laughs> yeah. much about vapes. No, no, no. That's, that's exactly it. And also, you know, the, the, the vaping indoors as well. People were vaping... Vaping indoors, that's yeah. going to be another thing Yeah, that will sound absolutely insane in the same way that, like, you know, you could smoke on the bus. You used to be able to smoke on the bus. Uh, you know, go up to the top deck, smoke on the bus. Uh, you know, like, the idea that people were, were vaping in an office is just crackers, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> they also used to get vapes on the front of cereal packets, didn't you? And that was <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you could only smoke one side though, couldn't you? Otherwise, dance music! <laughs> dance music, baby! <laughs> Are you not tempted, uh, uh, Parry? Because I know you have, you've, you've smoked in the past. Yeah, Are you yes. not tempted to, to get, yourself a, get yourself a vape? What about one of those vapes that's shaped like a cigar? Are you not, Ooh, do you not think that would that. be a... Have you not? 
oh, they're great. And the little end glows red. So it looks like a toy yeah. cigar. The little end glows red as you're, like the size as you're buffing away on it. They're yeah. about the size, yeah, they're about the size of it, you know, like a stogie. Oh, and wow. uh, yeah, it's, uh, that, that to me looks like a lot of fun. That is, that is almost advertised for kids, isn't it? Because like when you when you were when you were a kid, anything that looked like you know you'd, you'd be eating chipsticks, and someone who was eating a chipstick would be pretending to puff on it like a, yeah. a cigarette. Yeah. You know, you get your bus ticket, you'd roll it up, you'd pretend to puff on it like a cigarette. Everything's <laughs> kind of fun, like to, to do that with. It feels like the cigar, candy cigarettes as well. Like that was the you know, yeah. and they were the grossest sweets ever to have been invented. But they looked like cigarettes that everyone still bought them. Every, everyone loved them, yeah. And you got a card that was, that was a picture of Spider-Man. Hang on, did yeah. you think they were gross? Oh, awful. They tasted like sand. They were chalky, I'll say that much. They were sweet and chalky, but I, I didn't mind them. I was, I was big into them. Were you? But never for the pretending to smoke side. That's, that bit used to put <laughs> me off. That shocked me. Because it felt naughty, too naughty. Really? It was too yeah. subversive for you? Yeah. That's... Whereas what I did enjoy was the taste sucking on a cool candy stick, <laughs> putting them in the in your mouth and feeling them go soft. That's what I really used to like. <laughs> and you get a card with them, which was pretty good. <laughs> the card, the picture of Spider-Man, you know, the, that, that, was, that was very, very exciting. But, uh, but of course, who doesn't like popping something in? <laughs> Wait for it to go soft. <laughs> Pop it something I was, in uh, I used to love them. Um, but yeah, I mean, I obviously, obviously they knew what they were doing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. But yeah, no, I think I think I could see you, Parry, and I think it's not a bad affectation to take up, uh, would be the, the cigar. The vaping cigar. The cigar vape. Yeah. Just for well, I'd, special I'd quite occasions. like to just go into cigars, to be honest. Oh, cut out the middle. That's going to be me now. Cigars, cigars for a you know, like for a wedding. I don't mind. Yeah, or a festival. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, just be like the, a cigar guy. I think that I think every every stage just of one cigar. every stage of growing up is basically doing something you think is disgusting until you like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, pure orange juice. And normally, the training ground for that is festivals. It's yeah, like for this weekend, I'm going to do something that I don't do in my normal life. Yeah, and and it's horrible, but I'll come out of this weekend yeah. liking it. Yeah, <laughs> regretting it, but liking it. You know what? I didn't used to like the script, but now I do. I think they're brilliant <laughs> because I forced myself to enjoy them. <laughs> yeah no I, I, I but i think that's it isn't it like when you're a little kid like the idea of like beer and wine is very enticing and then occasionally you know you might be sort of uh, eight or nine and your parents go oh yeah go on you can have one sip of it because they know you're not going to like it and you you take a sip and you're like oh god this is poison why yeah, are you doing but, this to yourself but you try to pretend to like it oh of course yeah 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 and i think that's kind of that cigars now that's the next stage mm isn't it that you kind of smoke a cigar at a wedding and you go actually I mean it is obviously you, you are getting a buzz off it because it's a cigar and, and also I'm a non-smoker so it really blows my head off but <laughs> quite a lot of it is going this is grim and it stinks <laughs> I've got to get through this I've got to get through <laughs> this in the morning it's going to feel terrible 
I'm going to feel, yeah, it's going to be worse than the, you know, the, the, the five glasses of champagne I've drunk. It, that's the thing I'm going to, you know, when you're, when you're, when your tongue is black and you're, you've got a sort of a hacking cough. Yeah, it feels like you've eaten a shoe. You, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. When you, that's, that's you, you think, oh, I've got, you know, <laughs> I, I've not smoked for the entire year, but I've done a year's worth of smoking in one night yeah. for some stupid reason. Yeah. That's when you. That's when you feel bad. And it it meant no one wanted to talk to me for two hours. Does that mean subsides? The yeah, you're stood outside with a couple of other saddos, uh, smoke puffing on cigars, thinking, yeah, this is it. You know, we've loose, we've loosened our ties. We might even have a, we might even have a, you know, a, 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 a spirit in a in a small glass in our hands, yeah. swilling it around. We're setting the world to rights. We're we're you know we're planning on starting a podcast together, all that kind of thing. You know, <laughs> talking about our small business ideas, and you go, actually. We're, we're not in the party we're not enjoying ourselves the band's playing we're not dancing we're not with the happy couple we're not with our partners and when we arrive back people are going to make a big yeah. you know they have to give us a huge wide wide berth because we're going to absolutely rip and I'm now unable to, to swallow anyway <laughs> good night <laughs> I'm just having to swill this whiskey around my mouth Anyway, I think that I think that might be me. My tongue's gone numb. That might be me now. I think. Yeah, it's good. It's good call, man. It's good call. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 If you're going that, I'm going for the pipe. I'm going the pipe. It's got to be the pipe. Oh, I could see you with the pipe actually, Crosby. Yeah. 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 Get you know, get the old briar out. Where does that leave me? They've just finished Gladiator Two, haven't they? Filming it, and Paul Mescal's the Gladiator, and. Ridley Scott oh, yes. uh, like directs from a trailer now so he's not really around but like there was like a picture Paul Mescal put on social media of like we've wrapped and it's like them in Ridley Scott's hotel room on the last night and it's him and Ridley with these huge cigars and you can just tell that like Ridley Scott would have been like young man on the last night of filming me and you we're going to smoke a cigar and Paul Mescal would be like Oh no! <laughs> it's just oh. like I've got to go to Ridley's room now and smoke a fucking big fat cigar with a man who lost the sense of taste forty years ago. It's like, <laughs> yeah, in, in every sense. The worst thing about that is that uh, that Ridley makes uh, uh, made um, them smoke it in Paul's room. So he still gets his deposit back. Because no. <laughs> they took, you know, they take your credit card at the door in that hotel. Uh, so, you know, they'll just, honestly, if they'll, they'll never be able to get the stink out the towels. So poor old Mescal's picking up the bill. Um, it's, yeah, it's exactly that where you're like, oh no. And he's like, this is a fine, sit down, let me tell you, this is a fine cigar. They all enjoy this. Smell it first, smell it first. And like teaching him how to cut the ends yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's been like rolled on the thigh of a Cuban lady, and you go, "Well, that's that I'll doesn't that, appeal." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like I like I like clean factory conditions <laughs> for things I'm going to put in my gob. If that's okay, I'm already a bit freaked out by the fact I have to use the same fork as a hundred other people when I go to a restaurant. But I try and put that out of my mind. Yeah. You know, the idea that someone's gone, "Oh, don't." That is the yeah. point. It's always the sunny point. If you were, if, even like, even amongst your friends, if I said, if I brought you around and I said, oh, you know what? I have made an absolutely beautiful uh, uh, beef Wellington and I rolled it on my own thighs. You'd be like, actually, do you know what? None of that. Thank you very much. I'm Don't worry. That. I'm a virgin. That's <laughs> <laughs> the oil. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. boy. 
Well, anyway, anyway that's me. Should we should we light up a should we light up a cigar to um, <laughs> to commemorate the, uh, to commemorate yeah. the end of this? It's lovely. This <laughs> lovely the end chat. of this episode. Have you not been smoking a cigar throughout this? <laughs> it's been. It's been a great. That's well. That's the reason we have to do it now over Zoom. We're actually all in the. We're all. We all. We're all in London currently, but uh, we've all decided to, to not meet up together because we're all doing. Like obviously, uh, you're on the. You're on the big cigar. I'm on the. Uh, I'm on the vapes, and Clark is on the candy cigarettes. And you know those flavors just cut. They 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 can't yeah, match each other. The they can't meet each meet. other. Never the twain. Exactly. Never the twain shall meet. House meeting. Is having subtitles on a foreign film cheating? So there we were, and here we are. All this confusion, nothing's the same to me. Um, if you like what we do, we also put out an extra podcast on a Thursday normally called Flatshare Pop Round, and that, I'm afraid, is behind a classic Patreon paywall. So if you want to get some more, oh, that's weird to say, isn't it? No, that's fine. No, that's it. It's, it's, absolutely, it's absolutely it's absolutely true. It is, is that it true? Is the, yeah, yeah it's true. true. It's behind a Patreon paywall. Okay, great. Yeah. So if you want a bit more uh, of us in your week... Do you want us to close that loophole? Should we close that loophole? <laughs> if you want a bit of us uh, on the back end of the week, <laughs> then get, get on board and join the Patreon. It's a lovely community of <laughs> listeners. Uh, we, lots, we read out a lot of emails. We play a lot of games. It's cracking. And you can get that for something like a pound a week or four quid a month or some shit. Um, so go along to patreon.com. You'll find it if you Google it forward slash... Pappy stuff, I guess. I mean, um, Tom, Tom, yeah. Tom, you you criticise my admin, but I'll say one thing: it's efficient, and I get the information out there, mate. You're good. You are good. I, at I it. very rarely use you the are, phrase "or some shit." You make it look easy. You do make it look easy. I'll say that much. <laughs> it's patreon.com forward slash Pappy's flat share as well. You know, Tom. That's the one. Exactly that. That's exactly shit. right. Oh, and if you'd like to send us a beef for Beef Brothers as well, beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear some more beefs uh, we're going to be recording some beef brothers very very soon so we'd love some more beefs from you please great yeah. all right then well we'll see you again we don't know when probably next week today's episode was produced by emma caution cheers everyone bye, bye. hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.